Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Why, hello, friends and family and church and random people that don't know who I am. If you don't, my name is Taylor and I'm going to jump in and continue reading Matthew, reading Matthew 5 today. And uh, it's a very famous passage. It's it's a sermon. It's um, Jesus talking about the law and the fulfillment of the law. He gets into anger and adultery and making oaths and, and loving your enemies. It's, it's jam-packed. If you're reading in a red-letter Bible, you will notice that most of this is read because this is a lot of the teachings directly the words directly from Jesus. So why don't we jump into it this morning, this afternoon, the end of the day, night, whenever you find yourself reading um, the scripture. Matthew 5, Jesus' Sermon on the Hillside. One day Jesus saw a vast crowd of people gathering to hear him. So he went up the slope of the hill to sit down. With his followers and disciples spread over the hillside, Jesus began to teach them. What happiness comes to you when you feel your spiritual poverty? For yours is the realm of heaven's kingdom. What delight comes to you when you wait upon the Lord? For you will find what you're longing for. What blessing comes to you when gentleness lives in you? For you will inherit the earth. How enriched you will be when you crave righteousness, for you will be satisfied. How blessed are you when you demonstrate tender mercy? for tender mercy will be demonstrated to you. What bliss you experience when your heart is pure, for then your ears will open to see more and more of God. How joyful you are when you make peace, for then you will be recognized as a true child of God. How enriched you are when you are persecuted for doing what is right, for then you experience the realm of heaven's kingdom. How blessed you are when people insult and persecute you and spread all kinds of cruel lies about you because of your love for me. So lead with joy, since your heavenly realm is great. For you are being rejected the same way the prophets were before you. Your lives are like salt among the people. But if you, like the salt, become bland, how can your saltiness be restored? Flavorless salt is good for nothing and will be thrown out and trampled on by others. Your lives light up the world, for how can you hide a city that stands on top of a hill? And who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place? Instead, it's a place where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others, so that your commendable works will shine as light upon them. And then they will give their praise to your heavenly Father. Fulfillment of the law. If you think I've come to set aside the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets, you're mistaken. I've come to bring to perfection all that has been written. Indeed, I assure you, as long as heaven and earth endure, not even the smallest details of the law will be done away with until its purpose is complete. So whoever violates even the least important of the commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in heaven's kingdom. But whoever obeys them and teaches their truths to others will be called great in the heaven's kingdom. For I tell you, 
Unless your lives are more pure and full of integrity than the religious scholars and the Pharisees, you will never enter heaven's kingdom. Anger. You're familiar with the commandments taught to those of old. Don't murder or you'll be judged. But I'm telling you, if you hold anger in your hearts towards a fellow believer, you're subject to judgment. And whoever demeans or insults a fellow believer is answerable to the congregation. And whoever calls down curses upon a fellow believer is in danger of being sent to a fiery hell. So then, if you are presenting a gift before the altar and suddenly you remember a quarrel you have with a fellow believer, leave your gift there in front of the altar and go at once to apologize to the one who is offended. Then after you have reconciled, come to the altar and present your gift. It is always better to come to terms with the one who wants to sue you before you go to trial. Or you may be found guilty by the judge and he will hand you over to the officials who will throw you into prison. Believe me, you won't get out of prison until you have paid the full amount. Adultery Your ancestors have been taught never to commit adultery. However, I say to you, If you look with lust in your eyes towards a woman who is not your wife, you've already committed adultery in your heart. If your right eye seduces you to fall into sin, then go blind in your right eye. For you're better off losing sight in one eye than having your whole body thrown into hell. And if your right hand encourages you to sin, let it be limp and useless. For you're better off losing a part of your body than to have it thrown into hell. It has been said, Whoever divorces his wife must give her legal divorce papers. However, I say to you, if anyone divorces his wife, except for infidelity, he causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. We're going to jump down to verse 43 just so we can fit it in our seven-minute time slot, and it's titled, Love Your Enemy. Your ancestors have also been taught, love your neighbours, and hate the ones who hate you. However, I say to you, love your enemies, bless the ones who curse you, do something wonderful for the ones who hate you, and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. For that will reveal your identity as children of your Heavenly Father. He is kind to all by bringing the sunshine to warm and rainfall to refresh, whether a person does what is good or evil. What reward do you deserve if you only love the lovable? Don't even tax collectors do that? How are you any different from others if you limit your kindness? Only to your friends? Don't even the ungodly do that? Since you are children of a perfect Father in heaven, become perfect like him. Well, that's an easy challenge. Become perfect like him. Some great, great, great teachings. Um, from the Sermon on the Mountain. But what I love from Jesus is he takes what was already written, the rules, the regulations, but really just good morals to live by. And instead of um, saying don't worry about it, he says do that and more. And that can sound religious, that can sound hard, but we know that God has given us the Holy Spirit within inside of us so that we can do this, so that we can love our enemies, so that we can turn away from sin, that we can resist and all these different things that Jesus challenges us on. But what we also know is alongside the truth, there is grace. Jesus paid it all. 
he fulfilled all the rules, all the things that had to happen from God, and therefore we are forgiven. He no longer sees us as sinners, but he sees us washed clean. How amazing is that? Let that encourage you today. How about we pray? Thank you, Jesus, that you love us. Thank you, Jesus, that these rules have been fulfilled by you. We don't deserve it, but we are so grateful that we have them. Let us remember that today. Amen.